Yeah. All right, back to Ephesians chapter number two quickly. Uh, quicker you get there, quicker we'll start, quicker we'll be done. And it's now 619, uh, and uh, we'll see what we can do about uh, getting us done early uh, tonight. And um, uh, if you've ever been around people who uh, rib you or give you a hard time or whatever, uh, sometimes they'll call you names, uh, and uh, some are names of endearment, you know, others, you know, uh, like I've always gotten teased. Uh, you know, because of how short I am, uh, and especially compared to my wife. In fact, uh, one time I had uh, a kid uh, from uh, uh, the school, uh, he had sent me uh, a message on Messenger uh, and asked if he could have some advice, and I thought, great, you need some spiritual spiritual advice, and, uh, and so I answered back, uh, and, uh, and he said, uh, I said, well, what's, uh, what's your need? What, what, how can I help you? And he said, well, uh, I'm dating this girl, uh, and I wanted to know, he said, your wife is taller than you. I want to know how that has been. Uh, you, know, you know, so he wanted to know all the pitfalls of having a wife that's taller uh, than you. And, uh, and, uh, and I thought, well, uh, you know, what a loser. Uh, and, uh, but uh, but uh, at one time, somebody had uh, said to me, I said something or did something, uh, and they said, you're a piece of work. Uh, was the expression, and, uh, and, and I preached from this and mentioned this uh, several years ago, I guess, in this passage of Scripture, but uh, if someone says you're a piece of work, that's an informal uh, American phrase. In fact, a lot of things that uh, people have made up over the course, there's a whole new dictionary uh, for all those different uh, sayings and phrases and, uh, and nicknames or whatever, so it's meant for someone uh, who is unusually uh, unpleasant or behaves unusually badly. Uh, so that's really the debt. So if someone says uh, you're a piece of work, uh, they think that you are uh, unusually unpleasant, all right? Uh, or they're just giving you a hard time. But, uh, but I embrace it. Uh, and, uh, and sometimes I just answer back. It says, I, I am a piece of work. I agree. Uh, and then I, I mention Ephesians chapter number two uh, and uh, that we, I am his workmanship uh, created in Christ Jesus. So let's read our text in verse number eight uh, down through verse number 10. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Now, again tonight, for sake of time, we're not going to go over what we said this morning about being saved by grace through faith. And uh, we don't work our way to heaven. Uh, we work because we're saved. Uh, and when we read the book of James and other things, uh, we know, in fact, I'll read some verses uh, about that, uh, but not right here. Uh, but I want to look at it briefly tonight uh, and look at two points, two things. Uh, number one, the purpose uh, of our conversion uh, as, a, as, a, as a Christian being born again. Uh, remember, he's reminding them, Paul, the church at Ephesus, all that they have and all that they are in Christ. And it's a blessing. And, and, uh, and that message to them is a message to us. And I hope that you reflected upon that a little bit this, uh, to, throughout the day. So we'll look at the purpose of conversion and then the product of conversion. Now, uh, all of this, kind of think about it in the framework, in part, uh, of our love works. So a couple weeks from now, in fact, there's a sign-up sheet back there uh, for you to begin to sign up if you want to help us that day uh, with the car wash. It's not going to be as hot then as it is now. Uh, and, uh, and the hoses are going anyways, uh, so uh, that would be good. But uh, the sign-up sheet, sign sheet is there in the back. But turn with me just quickly to Romans chapter number 1. Uh, and uh, looking at the purpose, uh, and I want to read this verse because um, we are, we're a, a creation of God. 
God's created us, uh, breathed in us the, the breath of life. Uh, he's made us. Uh, he has purchased us. If you're saved, uh, you've been bought with a price. You're not your own. Uh, but in Romans chapter number one, and we always think about uh, creation and things that, uh, that he has made uh, in uh, different ways. But here's what it says in verse 20. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Uh, we mentioned about how uh, it's his handiwork this morning that God has made himself, uh, you know, um, people can know him from his creation. Being understood by the things that are made, even as the eternal power in Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So the, the fact that the Bible says that we are his workmanship, again, uh, fast forward a little bit, uh, that word uh, in uh, the Greek word for that is poema. You've heard me reference that uh, poem or an epic poem. We are what God is creating, a story, a purpose. Uh, and uh, I've said uh, that my greatest fear is to stand before God and God say something to the, uh, to the extent that, um, why didn't you become the you that I wanted you to be? Uh, we push, we pull, we fight the Holy Spirit, we grieve uh, the Spirit of God, quench the Spirit of God. We want to go our own direction, and it seems like even the best of Christian uh, has this struggle. We think, come let us reason together, saith the Lord, means, you know, arguing, bartering, uh, you know, uh, negotiating uh, with God. Uh, and, and we spend much of our Christian life doing that. God wants us to go right, we want to go left, uh, and we've convinced ourselves uh, that going left uh, is somehow his um, acceptable will of God. But it's not. God wants us to obey him and to follow him. So um, when you realize that you, uh, that when I realize that I uh, am a poema, a poem, uh, a workmanship created in Christ Jesus, just like the creation that God made uh, in all of creation, uh, he, he says that he makes people without excuse. Uh, and uh, when you think about uh, an artist or someone who prepares a, or creates a piece of art, uh, they often source out the best supplies uh, for um, what they do and what they make and what they create. But think about the materials uh, that God has used to make, uh, make you, to make me. We know that he forms us out of the dust of the earth, and, uh, but uh, God really, simple and base and foolish, uh, we are, we're described in, in many ways in the Bible uh, to, without Christ, we really are worthless. Um, all the worth that we have is in him. Um, we're not inerrantly good. Um, the opposite is true with our sin nature. So when we say there's, there's good in every people and all the different cliches and sayings and you know, uh, the things that we would say to help build people up and give them self-esteem, without Jesus Christ... Um, we're a mess, uh, and, uh, and we're not on, on, a, on a path for goodness. We're on a path of destruction, uh, and left to our, uh, our own devices, uh, things will fall apart. So think about what God in his word, the, the best place you can get uh, with the idea of self-worth and self-esteem is to read the Bible and realize what God has done and where he's placed you in Christ and your value, especially after salvation. We know that God doesn't make mistakes and we, you know, we can talk about, okay, I'm short, God made me that way uh, and, uh, and I should never feel bad about it and even if somebody makes fun of me, it, you just take it with a grin because God, God doesn't make mistakes, you know, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look in the mirror and we remind ourselves of that, all right? Uh, but, um, but beyond our physical and emotional, whatever, uh, makeup, 
God, uh, in fact, uh, is uh, our, our position in Christ is what defines us. So what is the purpose in creation? Matthew 5, verse number 16 says this, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father uh, which is in heaven. I referenced that verse this morning quickly, uh, and, uh, and that's the purpose. Uh, the reason why God saved us is to bring Him glory. Um, that's what our life needs to be all about. Um, I've said a lot in many messages about purpose and, and, uh, and just direction and having a single uh, eye and making sure with our uh, theme for this year, our affections are set on things above and not on things on the earth and uh, earthly things, uh, things below. Uh, but it's to live our life uh, and to be a reflection of Jesus Christ, let our light shine uh, and so that people can see our good works and glorify uh, our Father in heaven. 2 Timothy 1, verse 9 says this, Who hath saved us and called us to an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So, um, before the world was made, God knew me. Um, God had a purpose and a plan for me. Uh, and uh, we, you know, uh, there's a lot of theology wrapped up in statements like that. Uh, but before he forms us in the belly, he knows us. That's why, uh, obviously, or one of the reasons why we're against, against, against abortion at any cost. Uh, because um, they are, God knew them. Um, God knew, uh, you know, uh, what my name would be. Uh, he knew which parrots he was going to give me to. Uh, and he knew all of that. Uh, and, uh, and he's known that in his sovereignty uh, for um, before the world began. Save me for his purpose and his grace. Uh, the Bible says in Romans 8, uh, verses 29 and 30, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. So don't be afraid of words like predestined and, and things in the Bible. It doesn't mean what the Calvinists say that it means. Uh, and, but God does have a purpose and plan, and He knew you, uh, and, uh, and He's done it. So, so how do you figure out what your purpose is? It's a pretty deep question, and, uh, and one that's usually not answered uh, in a sermonette, uh, a short sermon. Uh, but to, let me just put it this way. Um, God's, when God creates us, uh, saves us, He gives us, gifts. Uh, and, uh, and so to figure out what perhaps your purpose is uh, for your life, to glorify God, but then to also identify your gifts, your circumstances, that's where you start, figuring out your purpose. What is God, what talents has God given you in what position, circumstance in life uh, has he done that? What time in life? You think about how wonderful it is now to, uh, to live and to be able to communicate the gospel. You can get the gospel around the world uh, and, uh, in a flash. Uh, we live in a wonderful, we live in a terrible time, but we also live in a very wonderful time. So when we stand before God at the judgment seat of Christ, the biggest question might be, why, did, uh, why didn't you become the you that I wanted you to be? Uh, why didn't you become the purpose, the poema, the, the workmanship that I created you to be? I had a purpose and a plan. You derailed it. Uh, and here's the reason why. Uh, and, and, and again, when we stand before God, when we go our own way and we stand before God, God says, okay, well, that's not what I wanted you to do, but it's all right. 
Um, God, it doesn't work that way. Uh, we'll suffer loss. We'll be judged at the judgment seat of Christ. Uh, and, uh, and there's a lot of stuff wrapped up in that. Uh, but that's the purpose. The purpose is to, to bring him glory with our lives, to live out um, the purpose and plan that God has given me, his workmanship, uh, his poem uh, that he is writing. Uh, and there are actually lots of things written about that word uh, and that you can find on the internet and other places. But that, number one, is the, prod, or the purpose of conversion. But what's the product of it? Uh, the product is good works. Uh, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Why? Unto good works. So this idea that we'll just get saved and just in, you know, um, rest on our assurances and, uh, and, uh, and not, you know, they say, are you standing on the promises or are you sitting on the premises? And so we're just going to sit on the premises and, uh, and, uh, and do that. That's not God's plan. He saved us to work. Now, I, you know, I'm thankful uh, every time uh, we have uh, work days or things need to be done, setting up for an event or tearing things down. Uh, and as much as I might stress about or whatever, uh, the work uh, eventually gets done. Uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful people here yesterday working uh, and uh, in doing all that laboring. God's saved us to do that, to serve Him uh, in those ways. Uh, and workmanship, good works are a result of salvation. They're not the reason that we are saved. They're not the reason to get saved. We're saved to live a holy life, a separated life, sanctified life, a cross-bearing life, uh, a, uh, a purpose-driven life that God has given us. Uh, that is why we're saved. But many professing believers... Uh, need to be reminded of this uh, too often uh, because their lives are not holy in conduct. Uh, they're not living a godly life. They're not living a separated life. doesn't mean that they're not saved. Uh, it's just that they're not being, uh, they're not fulfilling the purpose. The product of that is not what is right. Uh, I often put it this way. Uh, is, did Jesus get what he paid for? Just ask that question about with my life. Did Jesus get what he paid for? Uh, when, when you go to a restaurant, if you want a steak and you say medium rare, you want it at a certain temperature, I mean, you can do that. You can say, I want my steak at 133 degrees because they got thermometers back there. And, uh, and you could be, you know, you could have a portable one in your pocket. I mean, if you, if you want, I mean, some people carry salt in their pockets, people, you know, temp stuff. It's like, hey, you're paying $75 for, for a seven ounce piece of steak and you want it 133 degrees you might stick a thermometer in it. Uh, I've had, uh, you ever had steak somewhere and it says it's, you know, it's seven ounces and it comes out like three ounces? Uh, and cooked weight, you know, it's like, no, that's, uh, I've always wanted to just take out, I've got a portable scale, just throw it out there on a table and just weigh it. Uh, and uh, so if you don't get what you want uh, and uh, you're bothered by that, uh, did Jesus get what he paid for? I mean, think about the cost, the price, obviously, that was paid for us on Calvary. But um, so um, works has a sense of duty involved, work that a person is obliged to perform uh, for moral or legal reasons. The Bible says this in Titus chapter number two, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. You can't get away from it in the Bible. God didn't save you to sit. Uh, and, uh, and serving him is more than attending church. 
all right? Serving and working is doing, it's action, it's duty. Uh, there, there are all kinds of ways uh, to fulfill that, uh, but, uh, but every single Christian should understand that they are a workmanship created in, you know, he saved you, why? Unto good works. That he, that he uh, basically, the Bible says uh, in verse number 10, uh, before hath ordained, before we should walk in them. So God planned and ordained to save you unto good works and that you would actually walk in them and do them. That's his plan. So if I'm not doing that, uh, I'm not fulfilling his plan. The Bible says in Acts chapter number 10, or excuse me, um, Titus chapter number three, verse number eight, this is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly. So what that means is, uh, uh, pastors, uh, you should affirm this, tell this, teach this all the time, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. So it's not just that God wants us to do it, it's good and it's profitable. I mean, we all know, or we should all understand and know the value of, of, of hard work. Uh, unfortunately, in our society, uh, it, it's, uh, that's not the norm. Uh, and uh, it is something that when you find it, uh, you know, thankful. I like what you say. Uh, people, unless you've, uh, you know, hayed uh, all day uh, in the heat of the summer, you don't know the value of hard work. How many have ever done that, bailed hay? Uh, and it's terrible. Uh, and uh, and uh, so um, there are things that people do, uh, and, and we really, uh, right now in this kind of um, it's, it's people capital. Uh, people are capital. It's, a, it's an intellectual type of a thing. Um, people aren't used to working. That's when people, uh, when I, that one time I was getting my blood drawn, a lady's holding it, uh, and she said to me, she said, these aren't working hands. <laughs> I'm soft. Uh, yeah, that's like, yeah, I'm just like, whatever. Uh, and, I, and you want to know how it's like to, uh, to have a wife that's, uh, that's uh, taller than me? Uh, I'll, I'll fill you in on that too. The Bible says in, uh, in Acts chapter number 10, verse 38, uh, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Jesus went about doing good. We need to be about the same. The Bible says, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works. That's 1 Timothy chapter number 2. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God might be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto what? All good works. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. So these good works... Uh, were prepared, according to the Bible, beforehand that we should walk in them. That word walk means the, our conduct. It's the, to regulate uh, our life and uh, to order uh, our behavior. Uh, and God has a purpose and a plan. So it should be, especially the young people in the room, uh, should constantly, front of mind, I want to do and, and, uh, and I want to fulfill God's purpose for my life. God's purpose for your life may not be what you think it is. Uh, and you'll go through a series of events and uh, in ideas and, you know, open doors, shut doors, prayed about colleges and looking at careers. But above all of that, our prayer should be, God, uh, I'm your workmanship, your epic poem. And I want to be what you want me to be. So make that apparent. Show me in your word. 
Uh, look at the talents and the giftings that God has given you, even as, uh, uh, you know, not just teenagers, even, you know, younger than that. Uh, you think if you're, you know, uh, you're playing the piano when you're five years old and it's ripping up and down the, uh, you know, uh, the keyboard, uh, that, uh, that God intends for you never to use that? Um, if, if you are, you know, uh, you have uh, whatever, the talents and the giftings, the circumstances that God has done. So two points uh, tonight uh, about the product of our conversion uh, and the purpose of our conversion. Uh, so when we read... Uh, verses 8, 9, and 10, um, we focus all the time on the fact that we're saved by grace through faith. And we ought to be thankful. It's not of works. Because if it was works, uh, we would boast about it. I've even told people, I said, hey, all right. I said, I'm a preacher. I'm witnessing to them, sharing the gospel, going through this verse. I said, I'm a preacher. Uh, I preach every week. I try to help people uh, at, their, at their worst times, their best, whatever. And I'll lay out the case of all the things that I do in my service to God, I said, uh, if it's based on works, who's going to heaven, me or you? And they would go, well, you're going to go to heaven. Uh, and I said, but the reason why that's not true is that Bible said, and then I would think I'm better than you. Uh, and I would boast about all that I do, and I'm going to heaven, and you're not going to heaven, uh, and that's not what God intended. I say, you have just a, a, a great a chance through the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done, uh, then uh, it's not anything that I do. I'm not going to heaven because I'm a pastor. I'm going to heaven because God has provided a, the free gift of salvation by grace through faith. But it doesn't stop there. Um, the reason he saves us is so that he can work us. All right? And, uh, and so if I was to go around the room and say, okay, how's Jesus working you? What would your answer be? Okay, would you have one? And, uh, you know, um, some can say, well, I, you know, I teach Sunday school class and, uh, and I go soul winning or, I, you know, whatever. I'm on a bus route. I do this. I, I, I go to, I, and then sometimes it's not even church-related stuff. You might go to rescue mission and serve food. You might go, uh, you might go on the street and, you know, uh, give people waters and, uh, and uh, on a hot day like this and serve in your community. There's, there's multitudes of ways. But if I say, is Jesus working you, um, what would your answer be? And tonight... Uh, if it's a really short list or there's no list at all, my challenge for you, and I'm done, uh, is uh, start working. And you say, well, I don't know what to do. Let me, let me fix that. Ask me. <laughs> you say, Pastor, I want to work. Do you got anything for me? I'll be like, how much time you got? All right. So, Jesus, what are you doing for the Lord uh, and ask yourself that question. Think upon it, and, uh, uh, and if, the, if, if you're struggling, uh, then perhaps uh, I can help you with that. Let's all stand tonight, uh, and uh, we're going to pray and ask God, the Holy Spirit, that question. Uh, and say, I'm a workmanship. You're epic home, created in Christ Jesus under good works. You've ordained uh, before the world began that I should walk in them. What are those? Are you walking in them? If not, uh, let's do business with the Lord tonight. As the piano begins to play, the invitation is open. You ask God, the Holy Spirit, if you're working or, working, or not working, maybe it's not enough. Uh, and, um, you know, you ever have somebody do something good for you and you feel like you need to repay them? And 
especially somebody who's given their, you know, somebody jumps in front of a car for you, they took a bullet for you or whatever, uh, it would be common, uh, common practice, saved or not saved, for somebody to say, you know what, I owe you everything. Uh, if, if, if somebody jumped in front of a bullet for you uh, and they needed their yard mowed, you would mow their grass. Are you following me? If, if what Jesus Christ has done for us the things around the local church that need to be done, whether it's mowing grass or serving food or um, you know, fixing something, uh, running a bus route, it's all works. And God has gifted you uh, and given you talents uh, and uh, resources uh, with which you are to serve God with and to bring glory to him. And the question tonight is simply, are you doing that?